Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore Soccer Cast or on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. You know, Calvillo. I think that's. I think it's good to have alternative scoring options there. I mean, losing it, losing Damus is going to hurt, but I think definitely Orange County has that different edge to their game. And it was, yeah, despite you know, kind of weathering the storm a bit, still pretty professional and you know, winning without the other Ronaldo. All right, really quick, I want to jump on uh, Brad and uh, Dave. Can you all hear us? I can hear you now. Finally, oh we were on some technical Yay. craziness, and we're only 20 minutes into this. I want to jump to Dave really quick because I know he's on a time crunch. I promised we'd get him out in time to feed the dog. Uh, for those that don't recognize <laughs> him, he was on our uh, Western Conference preview uh, special uh, edition that we had previewing Tacoma. So we invited him back on really quick for this match here. Tacoma traveling down to Orange County to face the good guys here in the orange, blue, black, white, whatever color we are. Dave, um, Tacoma came away with a, a big victory in Orange County's first match of the season. Um, how has Tacoma been since that match the last time they played Orange County? I, I think what you've seen with Tacoma Defiance is that at home, they're actually a good team. Uh, currently undefeated at home, they played well. On the road uh, in this Pacific Division, it can be tough, uh, particularly you know, they played at Phoenix, which uh, they actually played well at. They've struggled with Vegas, which has been unfortunate. And um, they, they're still looking for their first road win. If they can play like they did at Phoenix, they might be able to challenge Orange County tonight. If they play like they did at Vegas both times, um, it, it's, uh, it's going to be better for you than it is for me. Yeah, Tacoma's last road win was a 4-0 victory in Portland on August 3rd, 2020. Uh, so that gives you a kind of perspective on Tacoma's <laughs> road woes. But they're a much a much different team this year than they have been in the past. Uh, what have you noticed about, um, not necessarily like the young guns, but they seem to be playing pretty confidently. What, uh, what's been the, the secret to their success? The real secret has been the switch to the 3-4-3. Three, three. Uh uh, they play with the box midfield, so those uh, two wide attacking players, you'll see them on the lineup graph later. They really sit back more like attacking midfielders. And then the three center backs have actually played fairly well. Eric Kinsner, Taylor Mueller, and Tom Bruitt uh, are good enough to win, win games as center backs in this league. Uh, what really determines the defensive success is if those defensive midfielders can have any sort of uh, effort in slowing down the opposition. When they don't do it, uh, Bruett, Mueller, and Kinsner just get overwhelmed. But if they can slow the opposition down, then uh, Tacoma looks uh, looks solid. They've they've played okay uh, against Galaxy Two and against Phoenix Rising uh, on the road. Uh, those are kind of the the games that they have to mimic tonight and try to you know steal a point, maybe even steal a win. I'm not too hopeful of that. I mean, let's be honest. Orange County is basically a two points a game team they're outside of phoenix rising you know and orange county those are the top two in the division and then san diego loyal has the the points that kind of lie to you because they played so many more games than everybody else so, some harsh criticisms for alan's favorite team um but uh, talking about tacoma and and maybe how they'll fare against orange county tonight 
Uh, it's kind of not a big secret. Uh, Aaron Markkinen is currently the only fit striker at the club, and Orange County is a team that loves to uh, stretch the field pretty wide and uh, just play cross after cross after cross. And um, do you think that uh, three center backs is enough to uh, to take care of a six foot six striker? I think if you're going to try to cross it against uh, Taylor Mueller, one of the most experienced center backs in, in USL championship history, Tom Bruett, who uh, was with Liverpool for a little while, Eric Kinsner's built like those two, but I think he's only 18 still. I, I, I think crossing against those three center backs is a mistake. Uh, I would try to run it right up the middle against them. That's where other teams have had their success. And a, a high press tends to go well too. Um, that's what Vegas uh, – Vegas stole a victory against uh, against Tacoma last weekend because their high press just led to a bad pass. Uh, Kinsner just gave it to Muskowski, uh, and he had an easy finish. So uh, to me, it'd be the high press would be the way to succeed against Tacoma, particularly when you go up against younger players, uh, force them into bad decisions, and uh, they'll make them. That's uh, that's why uh, you know if if they were good enough to not make bad. decisions, decisions they they wouldn't be long in uh in the coma organization well that's fair enough and i hope uh i hope our coaching staff has done the same amount of homework that you've done uh brad do you have any questions Brad, are you muted? I, I am muted, as per the usual. Uh, I don't have any questions. Uh, looking forward to a good game tonight. Uh, kind of unfortunate that we got to miss the first half of the discussion, but uh, either way, still looking forward to it. Sorry, we have soccer balls flying through the air at us. So. It's pure chaos here today. Uh, right? We have to pay attention to what but we're saying. I love and... that you get... I love that you guys are doing this like right pitch side. It's a it's a wonderful uh, a wonderful way to to host a uh, a a, li a live show and podcast. It's awesome. Yeah. Podcast with obstacles. Watching yeah. out for soccer balls too. We had fireworks on Sunday. We've got fireworks flying at us at the moment, and hopefully some fireworks on the pitch in uh, thirty seven minutes. Well, let's be real. It already starts six minutes late, so something. Uh, slightly higher than that. 43, I believe, is that math. Someone else tell me on that one. Maths are hard. That's why, like, soccer, there's, like, one, two, three goals. You only have to count, like, three or four, maybe. The less counting, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Especially the more beers you get. Well, Ray, it is your podcast. What do you have to say? It's not just my podcast, folks, but um, I really want to uh, thank Dave for taking some time and dealing with our technical difficulties so far. Uh, today, um, we always like to do a match prediction. Uh, I'm going to give you an option to do that at the moment. And, and here's what I'm going to do. I've been doing this all season. Uh, it's, it's a competition between myself, Dylan, Alan, and Brad. We pick uh, the scoreline of the match. And if we're correct, we get some points. Uh, so I'm going to let you pick it for my, you're going to, you're going to make my pick, Dave. So what is your prediction? We need the scoreline. We want Orange County's score Ooh. first. So what is the score going to be? I'm going to two for Orange County today, and uh, I'm feeling like Como like offense might steal a road point, so I'm going to go two. Two-two. So you're predicting two-two, a draw 
here in Orange County between Tacoma and Orange County. Uh, I, I will put that officially as my pick. We will get these other gentlemen's pick in just a moment. But really quick, Dave, before I let you go, I just want to give you a chance um, if you want to plug uh, to our listeners how they can follow you, listen to you, read anything you have to say, uh, or any last words you have before we let you go. Yeah, you read most of my stuff is at sounderatheart.com uh, about Defiance and the, and the Seattle Sounders there. You can watch me on ESPN Plus for Defiance Home Broadcast. I'm, I'm still doing those as the color analyst. And uh, if you want a really esoteric Twitter account, it's at better than, B-E-D-I-R-T-H-A-N. And I know you all have sh shared that. Uh, be prepared because it'll... Uh, It'll talk Sounders and Defiance uh, quite a bit, but it'll also delve into D&D, &D, beer, whatever vacations I go on. Uh, during the pandemic, it's uh, turned into my only connection to people. So, yeah, uh, those are the ways to follow me. And uh, thanks for having me on today, guys. I, I think this is going to be an interesting one, mainly because, as you say, Orange County is uh, without all their firepower. Uh, that that attack that Defiance somehow managed managed to shut down back in May uh, is a lot different today, um, which gives me a little bit of bit of confidence, which is unusual when Tacoma's on the road. Uh, and San Diego, thanks you for Tremius, by the way. <laughs> uh, What's he gonna think? You're welcome. I, he he's got great reactions, which I love, but uh, can be prone to uh, some errors in distribution that result in uh, danger. Yes. Perfect. We're going to let Dave go so he can go feed the dog. Um, thank you once again, Dave, for taking some time to join us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're again live here at Championship Soccer Stadium. We're about, what, uh, 30 minutes away from uh, the festivities getting started here. Kickoff between Tacoma and Orange County. Just the, um, a soccer match. Yes. They make fun of the way I talk, ladies and gentlemen. Festivities. Festivities. Um, let's go to Brad because we haven't heard much from Brad up in Reno. Brad, um, your quick thoughts on this match and, and how this is going to go. I mean, it's a Tuesday game. Uh, looks beautiful down there. Uh, so kind of jealous I can't be there today. Um, That's just me. I was looking at the big picture here. I know that you're not looking at a monitor, but the camera is front and center. Um, no, as for the game itself, I think you guys hit it off when you guys said that uh, – Orange County is missing a lot of pieces. Uh, just kind of looking at the lineup that is posted, um, I would expect to see maybe a movement to the bench tonight uh, if the score is close, even, or even behind uh, to put on someone like Raymond Dreyer, uh, Francis Jacobs. Um, and those are really, other than those two and uh, McTagg, those are the only offensive uh, backup uh, people that the team has. So I just I just want to give a heads up to everyone. He is new. His name is actually apparently pronounced Mateague. McTeague. Excuse me. So Yeah, I believe he was announced McTeague. right before the game last season as being signed from the Academy roster. Correct. Yeah, he's on an Academy contract. Um yet another of the pathway to pro players to make an appearance. But hey, you know, um Brad. Before we get the lineups out and we talk about some players, why don't you give us your score prediction for tonight's match? Well, given that I have the lineup in front of me, uh, I'm going to say 2-1 Orange County tonight. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Um, 
I think this is a big game that uh, that Weehan can kind of re reestablish himself. He was really hot early in the season, um, and then uh, our friend Damas had took over. Damu, Damu uh, took Damu. over for the scoring scoring like uh, game. It seemed like or multiple goals, six and them. five. Yeah, uh, but I think this is a really uh, a big one for Chris Weehan to really kind of have a nice a nice match out and. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think that two-one shout is is that bad of a uh, prediction, there, Brad. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to score some goals, Brad? Um, personally, I would love to see. Uh, I would love to see Richard score one. Uh, kind of from just getting up the field. Uh, I think that run of play is going to be hugely important. Um, realistically speaking, Markinen can get one. Oh, I think we're going still, but um, sure looks like it. We are, we are breaking up like a bad relationship on the internet right now. Hey, hey yo, Woo! we're still here. We're still here. We're, we're still, still here. here. Cameron, you're on the you're mic. Still here. Cameron, you're still here. Cameron, and your scores. All right. So but certainly, the big man in talent and ability, yeah. and we'd like to welcome Thomas Enavoldson to the show. Thank you. How are you feeling? I'm doing well. Uh, it's nice to be here with you guys, but uh, I wish I could be on the field instead. Certainly. I, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be in my own company anyway, so don't worry. Um, before we talk to you about Orange County stuff, Denmark tomorrow morning. Uh, how excited? How excited have you been watching the tournament so far? I mean, they've been doing really well. Uh, actually, the internationals have been uh, have been doing really good. Uh, I think they were on a run for like two years without a defeat. And then the first defeat they got was in the quarterfinal of the World Cup 2018 to Croatia. Uh, so they have a really strong team. Um, but yeah, tomorrow's going to be a big test. Uh, so far, we also had a bit of luck with the draw. I mean, if you play Wales in the round of 16 and then you play Czech Republic in the quarterfinal, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good draw. Uh, but tomorrow playing England at Wembley, that's going to that's gonna be a big test. Do you already have your food all picked out, your, your spread to eat? Or are you just... For tomorrow? Yeah. No, no, not really. <laughs> well, we hope it goes well for you. Uh, we won't tell any of the English players here or coaches. I'm um, sure there'll be some friendly uh, ribbing. But um, you've missed a few weeks now due to an MCL, I believe. Um, you were clearly quite uh, annoyed when you came off the pitch. But you're a few weeks um, out now and a few weeks recovered. How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Uh, recovery and uh, the rehab is going really well. Um, this week I start to to run a bit faster, do some technical drills with the ball again. So I think the progress is uh, uh, is going pretty good. So I hope in a few weeks I can be back, but I don't want to put a timeline on it. Uh, and as long as the team is keep winning and getting points, uh, I'm not in a big rush. Fair enough. And um, certainly the team goes the same, and that's to win uh, the cup at the end of the season. But you might have to recalibrate some goals. So what are you hoping to get personally out of the rest of the season when you get back and fit on the pitch? Yeah, first of all, I can't wait to, to get back. It's been a long time I didn't play any games, and then I only got a few games in this season before I got my injury. So I can't wait to get it back out there and, uh, and join the team again. Of course, it's a long season, and, and I think when I get back, we still have 18, 20 games to go before the playoffs start. So uh, there is still a, a long season to go and to be played when I'm back. And uh, of course, yeah, get in the playoff, and anything can happen when you get in there. 
So uh, I'm sure you're still watching film and, and watching the coaches. Do you feel like any desire to help coach some of the guys that are playing the team? Were you kind of like taking a step back and letting the coaching staff take take that role? I mean, we have a good coaching staff, so uh, so they're doing a great job. Of course, if they need any help, uh, any advice from me, I'm always open for that. But at the moment, I'm I'm just like 100% focused on my rehab and uh, to work as hard as I can every day to to get back out there as quick as possible. Well, I was going to ask Cameron if he has any questions, but Cameron's shoveling some food into his face. So, oh, he's got one. All right. Is football coming home to Copenhagen? It could be. We're one of the four teams, but uh, I mean, we're not the favorites of the four teams, but the way that any team have been playing this tournament and this year, I mean, everything is possible. We have done it one time before, so uh, I also saw Smigel today, like they all speak about it's coming home in, in England, but the Euro have never been in England. I mean, it's been in Denmark in 92, but England has never won the Euro. So, I mean, it can't come home to England, but it can come home to Denmark where it's been for uh, for two years. So uh, speaking of the the Euros, right, uh, there was the big news or the, the big incident or the big thing that happened on the pitch with uh, Christian Eriksen. Um, how is that? Do you, how do you think that's like motivated the club to sort of fight for, for him and, and basically try and win the cup in honor of him and what he's going through? Oh, that's what everyone say. After every game, they have been winning and, and keep going forward. They always say, like, Eriksen is in our heart. He's very close to us. We still think about him when we're on the field. Uh, so, of course, I mean, it was, a, it was a tough day for everyone on that team, for the whole country, for the whole football world. Uh, but, I mean, after they found out he was doing well, like his recovery is going good now, I think that gives them some motivation to go out and win for him. And you can also take, like, a parallel to the 92 teams. I know that was not the same with a heart injury. But one of the Danish players got a really, really bad injury in the first game where his like kneecap went totally out and was sitting on the side of his knee. Really bad injury. And uh, today, uh, but Brad, do you have a question for Thomas? I missed the whole entire last answer because the internet cut out for you guys, unfortunately. So I don't know what's been asked so far for Thomas. Go ahead and ask whatever question you want, and if it's been asked already, we'll let you know. All right, I'll focus on tonight because I'm pretty sure you guys were talking about Euros. Um, so, Thomas, do you have a prediction for tonight on what's going to happen on the pitch for Orange County? I don't necessarily need a score prediction, but what are some highlights that fans should be looking out for uh, this game? What's kind of a in the uh, in kind of the strategy room, if you can reveal any of that? I mean, some of the things we've been speaking about after the trip to Colorado and like our recent games. I mean, we're in a good position right now we are unbeaten in six games but we're still not satisfied i mean we can improve a lot when we have the ball that's one of the key points for us like getting better on the ball i mean i don't even think there is one game this season where we had like majority of the ball position in a game and that's something we have to be better at we have the players to do it so hopefully tonight we can see a game where we uh, where we have the ball most of the time and of course uh, at the end of the game i just want to win so i don't care if we have the ball 20 percent of the time but as long as we win, but if there's something we want to improve, that definitely when we have the ball. Awesome. Is Thank there you. a is there a player on the team that doesn't have a supporter group song that you think deserves a supporters group song? Yeah, who don't have one? <laughs> Most of you, them. You have one. I have one. I know. You have I don't one. Know who there's, you know. I'm only hearing my own one. Just, no yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's all you got to worry about. Don't yeah. worry about the. We'll, we'll sort it out, but that's not. You got enough going on. Don't worry. You got your song. It's well-deserved. Oh, we'll sort out some other stuff. Let me, let me just uh, ask you one last question, then we'll let you get on your way so you can go uh, 
get your nice seats to watch this match. Um, what, uh, what does it mean to have the fans back here in the stadium, uh, hearing them and we're getting back now to 100% capacity here soon. Uh, what does that mean for the, for you, for the players, for the team? How does that energize you guys uh, and help you, uh, get your best out there on the pitch and, and come away victorious, hopefully. I mean, it, it means all to us. Um, I mean, we never tried like a pandemic before we're playing in front of no fans. And that's where you really appreciate when you have the fans. I mean, maybe before you can take it a bit for granted now, then you always had the fans behind you. But then when you try a long period without them, then you really feel how important it is and uh, how much they can give you the extra percentages when you need it on the field. Uh, so it's, uh, it's massive to us to to have everyone back here and uh, yeah hopefully they'll yeah you'll see that on the performance as well perfect and uh, any last words to the fans that are either listening hopefully with the internet they're getting they're, they're getting to hear everything on here or just you know fans in general any last messages that we can you want to share with them just be as loud as possible out there help the team uh, during the 90 minutes plus um yeah that's what we want we want to be a good team at home that's uh, really tough to beat and uh, the fans is a big part of that Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a goal. Goal scorer extraordinaire, Thomas. I got it right, Dylan. I got it right. Thomas Innovals. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, and hopefully next time we get, get you on here, it'll be in a better circumstance without all these technical depth there. And we get you on the show in your recovery. And hopefully, hope to see you out there again soon on the pitch. Thank you, guys. Take it easy. Um, I'm excited to get him on again, you know, for that, that late season golden boot run. Uh, this is one of the benefits of having a little bit longer season this year than last is, you know, you're going to go through guys who get some knocks, um, who, you know, whether it's a couple weeks or a couple months, but you still have enough season to get him back. Uh, that he's essentially, hopefully going to be able to play like the equivalent of last year's full season. Uh, and that's going to do wonders. You you want to be healthy getting into the playoffs. And right now, Orange County is, you know, looking like a team that's for sure make the playoffs. Um, and once you get in, it's one game at a time. And a, and a guy like T there um, can really be a difference maker in, in a playoff run where it's, you know, over the course of the season, you know, usually the, the better teams end up figuring out a way to rise to the top. But in a playoff match, we've seen it time and time again where, you know, an Austin Bold gets a, a draw on the road against Phoenix and forces penalty kicks. And at that point, it's a crapshoot. And, um, you know, you, you want guys that have been there who can who are known goal scorers who can go on the road and knock off a really tough team because uh, you might have to on the road to the cup. Well, hopefully with him back in the side, it's home matches through the season. But once again, anything is possible to quote Kevin Garnett and the Lonely Island. And I just think OC is in a good position, you know, just through the 12 games of the season, really can't complain about where we're at. Like, steady, you know, good position. Once everyone comes back, then we'll see where this team can go. Sky's the limit. Well, it's hard to parrot anything that you guys have said because it's such, such optimism. But... I mean, realistically, we're looking at a team that's picking up about two points per game with um, a 21-year-old striker in maybe the form of his life and a 30-year-old striker who seems, well, like he's maybe up for it, actually. Um, he had a rough few weeks, but uh, I think the goal in Colorado will do wonders for Markinen, and hopefully we see a couple more tonight. 
and over the next couple of weeks because, uh, well, it's Gold Cup time. So we will not have the services of Ronaldo Damu for uh, quite some time. And Haiti made the Haiti made the actual Gold Cup, right? Or they play tomorrow? Yeah. They Haiti played, played today. They, they won 4-1. Well, the He's game's over. over 4-1. Damu had about uh, uh, 40 minutes of game time today, I think. Yeah, so that, that was kind of one of the things to keep our eye on is, you know, a lot of these guys who are out now are out for those early rounds to qualify. And now they made it. I mean, they're going to rely on him heavily, just like Orange County would have. Uh, and, it, you know, points on the board are points on the board. Like, you got to take what you can now and set yourself in a position because you might hit a rough patch. I mean, you July is crazy. Was it? Uh, Seven August? matches. Eight games. Yeah. So there's a lot of games to play this month, and you might not get them all. Um, and so putting points on the board right now is a huge for the club and, uh, you know, positioning yourself as, you know, a, 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 in striking distance of Phoenix this early is always a good sign because uh, in case you hit some speed bumps, you're still well clear of that playoff line. Uh, and we've seen Orange County even drop below that in years past and be able to go on a really good run. Uh, so they're doing one of those runs right now and you just got to celebrate it and love it when it's happening. And then, you know, if things start to hit some hit some of those speed bumps you got to pick up the club cheer them along uh and push them for the full 90 because there's going to be times this this month where they're going to need that energy from the supporters uh to get them through a full match um and i've heard it from players and coaches time and time again that supporters don't understand how big of a big of a deal their support is especially toward the end so 60 70th minute uh hopefully the crowd is out there giving them giving them it all and really pushing them because it's gonna i think it's gonna be a a, a that's time match. I think yeah. that's a fair. This is a this is a good. It's hard to predict two teams, but this is not necessarily a bad two team. I think their Correct. results really, really never show the quality that they have. Right. I think I'm I'm gonna pick a one nil. I think it's gonna be uh, a really defensive s- setup from Orange County, and they're gonna, you know, coming off a pretty emotional win in Colorado, probably pretty taxing as well. Uh, this one's just to kind of hey we're. Starting at a long month, we don't have to exert ourselves too much. Let's defend, 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 and then, you know, nick a goal and keep defending. And, you know, if it's 2-0, great. But I think maybe just a, a nice, well-fought 1-0 chess match tonight. Well, just remember, right? Good teams make their own luck, and sometimes you can play really horribly, like this team did against Oakland here a few weeks ago, and still pick up three points. So, uh, wow. What I mean, a fun not time. as bad as Oakland's pitch, though. Am I right? Uh, that was, that was pretty bad. I was right. there. Huh? Yeah, I was pop over Bradley. Brad, per, Brad, Brad, with the first hand look. Yeah, he hopped over the Donner pass there. Hopefully, uh, things went better for him than the Donners. But you know, Brad, any last thoughts on this match? Because I think we should um, probably be finishing up here. Uh, we, just we do, needed really quick, to Brad. Grab... Before you talk, really quick, Brad. Before we talk, we do need Uh-oh. to talk about the match Uh-oh. this weekend. Also, really quick, because there is Uh-oh. another match. Uh-oh before our next episode. Oh. So we got to get a few a few moments so we can talk about that match and get predictions in. Okay. Uh, um, Dylan, what was your prediction for this game tonight? That's the only one, one I missed. Nil. One yeah, nil. One so nil. both of you are got both you and Alan are one nil and Ray is yeah. two two. Cool. I mean and on the wild card three one. All yikes. right. All right. Wild card Saturday, July tenth, eight PM at Heart Health Park in Sacramento, California. I believe that's on the fairgrounds. Yes, it's on Brad the Cal Exposition Center. Yes, it's at the Cal Exposition. Sacramento Republic FC versus Orange County. Of course, if you missed the last match between these two, it was a 3-1 victory for Orange County. 
uh, red card for Dan Casey somewhere in the 50s, and a goal for Ronaldo, a goal for Brian Oloski, and a goal for Markinen. I was going to guess Kuningas. So my apologies to Arrow. But um, Sacramento's a good side. Sacramento has a Maybe they're underperforming right now, but these matches between Orange County and Sacramento are always like playoff matches, so maybe a good little tester. Um, Brad, since you're the geographically closest one, ooh, please give us your thoughts. Yeah, uh, this Sacramento team underperforming is actually not doing enough justice to just how Sacramento has been performing recently. Uh, their last three matches were a one-to-one draw against uh, the Loyal, where they eked uh, a point out, I believe, at the last minute or two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I don't mean to say that to make, uh, to make Alan fine. sad, but, but they're not playing well. Uh, one-to-two loss against Phoenix and 2-0 against a very underperforming Real Monarch squad. Um, you know, this team, everybody looked at them as a per- potential playoff team. And right now, in nine games, they're averaging under a point in the game. Um, and this is actually baffling for me because uh, Sacramento is a team that, historically speaking, especially with a roster that hasn't changed too much, um, been better than this. And I don't know if it's just uh, offensive woes or or disorganization within the uh, attack of the team, but clearly underperforming uh and i look forward to i will be at the game again this upcoming saturday i look forward Ooh. to hopefully seeing uh marketing head in another goal right in front of me from the uh media area this is an eight o'clock kickoff bt dubs um yeah sacramento missing out on mls right now looking like they might miss out on the playoffs which a is a tough hangover right uh no um did he give a score prediction on that one Brad, what do you think I did not is? yet. I, I did not yet. I wanted to hear what you guys said. Tell us. Tell us now. Do it. Three, two, one, go. Four to one, do Orange it. County. Oh, my. Hey. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, yo. All right. Well, uh, um, fellow hot take merchant over here slash noise generator. Mr. Just, Cameron, what, what are your thoughts on Sacramento? Quickly, because we don't got much time. I get, you know, Sacramento, been May, Orange County, been good despite not playing well sometimes i'm going to say you know it could be it could be a greasy affair really tight game um so <laughs> it's going to be a slippery affair a slippery affair i think it's going to be 2-1 orange county it's going to be a hot wet night and warm dry sacramento warm dry sacramento hey, yo. Um, hey. all right uh, alan yeah uh, i'm going to go um oof I'm going to go 2-2 two, two draw. All right. I'm going to say playoff match, 2 on Orange County, but it's going to be a really tight game. It's not going to be the end-to-end Euros kind of thing. Yeah, we've got greasy and tight going on here, so apologies to the families listening wow. to this. Yeah. But, um, I mean, let's be real. These games are always like playoff games. It's going to be intense. This is going to be like an extra time match in the Euros. Kind of cagey, and it's going to come down to defensive stability. And when you've got a 23-year-old center back, Lose his mind and pick up red cards. Lose his mind. Speaking of losing his mind, uh, right. to Orange County. My mind is already lost after <laughs> all the technical gone. difficulties today. It's always um, gone. It, it's always crazy with these. I, we got lucky the last time we did one of these uh, last month. It went pretty smooth. But, yeah, technical difficulties today. I'm going to say 2-1 Orange County over Sacramento yeah. um, will be my score prediction for that match. Way and now it's, it's time for us to wrap things up. So really quick, 
Random thought. Dylan. Or you can pass. Yeah, you got to come back to me on this one, man. Alan. Um, I wish I wasn't so far behind in the score predictions, so I didn't have to pick random scores to try to catch up. <laughs> uh, Cameron. Just binge watch Ted Lasso. Great show. Excellent show. Everyone should go watch it. Season two is coming out pretty soon. I binge watched it, but I'm a goldfish. I forgot, so I'm going to watch it again. Hey, funny. Let's good good callback to the show. Random thought for Thanks. me is uh, exhaust from a power generator is amazing. It makes you your head just oh, calm yeah, down. This is our best show yet. Yes. If you didn't know, we have a power generator right yes, behind you. You can actually see it right behind yeah. Alan there, and we're like downwind from it, so it's blowing right towards us this whole time. Um, we're going to wrap things up here. I want to thank my normal... Uh, host or co-host Dylan, Alan, Brad up in Reno, Cameron every so often joins us. Thank you, Cameron. Um, and also want to thank Dave for jumping on here up from Tacoma. And last but not least, Thomas Inaboltson from Orange County Soccer Club. I want to thank him for joining us today. Uh, apologize again for all the technical difficulties. Hopefully you got to hear most of this. Um, I do not know if we'll be able to get a podcast form out of this because there was a lot of missing audio. Uh, but that's what happens when we try to do a live uh, stream here from the stadium in a internet dead zone. We're so doing I it live. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. Doing it live. It's a live. very popular yeah. reference, Ray. Okay, um, yeah. Apparently, I don't know a popular reference. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for paying attention, shocker. listening to us, and hearing what we have to say. Enjoy the match tonight. Go Orange County. Uh, this is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and, and we, we are, are out. out. Oh,